Hello and welcome to Ias Gablan, a bi-weekly podcast from four Latinx daughters. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Um, welcome back. This is this this is Ias <laughs> Gablan. This is a podcast um, produced by uh, produced by sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're a group, I'm like, yeah, yeah. an online community, if you will. Um, I like that. I'm currently eating those coffee brownie um, ice cream sandwiches from Trader Joe's. This is Brianna. Like <laughs> this is uh, Maria Jose, and it's been a while since since we've been here. I know that Lenny couldn't join us today, um, but we thought that. We it had been a while since we got together with Bree, so we were like, "Girl, you, we need to, we need to do this." And we both thought that like it was important to talk about the elections, correct? Considering how fucking big and fucking important the elections are in Texas, like this go around, like voting is always important and elections are always important, but like. I think that right now Texas is in a place where it could potentially, very, very potentially, um, be flipped, and we need to we need to vote some people out. So I was just like, yeah, we need to, we need to get out of here and talk about this. blue wave, baby. Um, Hell yeah! But before we get into that, I think it's been a while since since we've had some problematic. Well, I'm sure we always have problematic people in our yeah. lives. We just haven't <laughs> talked about it in a minute. So, some some real sir who are the problematic yes. people in your lives yes like, so i feel like the problematic people in my life are always people from my class um i don't know like last class so i have like this diversity and equity class right okay. and we learn about issues of equity and diversity in higher education so these people this we're talking about like um we're talking about like intersectionality and like identity and we had just finished watching this video on colorblindness and how colorblindness is like not the best thing like there isn't such a thing as being colorblind like it's just a new way of saying that you're problematic and that you're probably racist if you have these colorblind ideologies right and so this woman goes over examples of what colorblind is. And so like at this point, I've done my fair share of participating. So by now I'm quiet. I've been quiet. And this man is just like, she's like, what do y'all think of the video? And this man's like, yeah, I leave my identity. Mind you, this is a white, straight, rich man. <clears throat> He's okay. like, yeah, when I talk to students, I leave my identity at the door. And we were like, uh, what that's he's one of those i don't see color people exactly and we were like so you you just didn't pay attention to this video on colorblindness and like this like race i don't see color race isn't a thing for me like i look beyond that and we were just like bro like what like what is not connecting and he also was just like making like him and this other lady were just making dumb ass comments like when they were asking them like what are microaggressions she's like i don't know i just know that they're harmful and we're like yeah we literally just told you that five seconds ago and i told you i've been microaggressed <laughs> so like i feel just like people just don't pay attention like they don't listen and this white man i think in particular like i know for a fact that he's microaggressed students before and it's because he says shit like 
I leave my identity at the door. Like, yeah, no wonder you be harming students because your ass thinks that we live in this like post-racial America, like not a thing. I'm like, no. So he's a problematic person. Today, actually, in the saga that continues of me about to be fucking ran over at my school, it's fucking raining, first of all, in Texas, in Dallas today. All day, And so, right, horrible. But I'm like walking, it's a four-way stop sign. And so I'm crossing and like, I have to keep an eye because I've been almost ran over at this four-way stop sign multiple times. And so like this dude is like coming and I'm still crossing the fucking street. And then like, he's literally like, he's not going to stop. And I turn and I'm like, really? Like, you're really going to try to keep going even though I'm crossing the street. And like, he was pressed. And so, you know, like when you're going slow on the street and somebody like, like, what is the word? Like they try to go around you, but they like speed up because you're like being a slow ass, like passive aggressively. He did that in his ass, almost hit another car. I'm like, how are you going to be pressed that I need to cross the street? Like pedestrian, I'm a pedestrian. Like what the the right of way. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. But he was so pressed, but he almost hit another car. So he almost got instant karma. I was just like, your ass was about to run into this Lexus. Like I was like, "Uh -uh, uh -uh." but yeah, I, they always try to run me over at the school. That's dangerous. I know, right? And it's like with the rain, you could have slipped. You could have actually hit me. Like, what the yeah. fuck? I hydroplaned like two times. Mind you, I need new tires. So, but yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting new tires this weekend. I promise. Good. I'm like, not we <laughs> over here driving in the rain with uh with these tires. Ball That's dangerous. Yeah, I s- survived barely. Um, my I problematic understand. people are not so much problematic as so much it's just me complaining and me being like cheap, I guess. Um, has anybody moved lately? Hell no, I live at home. <laughs> I was quoted, and we'll get into this, 800 to to $1,000 to move my stuff to my new apartment. Dang. Is that thunder here or at your house? No, I, I don't know. Mine. I saw some lightning. <laughs> I was like, I did see light. I was like, what's this flash? And I was like, oh, it's raining outside. It's freaking lightning. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, why is it $1,000 to move stuff? I was like, it's two bedrooms. That's it. Who better? Yeah. It's not even a full. And maybe I just have never moved before, and so I'm just like completely oblivious to how much it costs to like move things, like to get movers. Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck?" But um, yes, I am coming to you from the floor of my new apartment. Hey, <laughs> um, I do have an office. However, Ooh. I barely got the the like. I had to get Spectrum to come out to like fix my like direct line basically um oh, like the for Ethernet? some reason yeah the reason the modem and router were not working in my office so i had like all the wi-fi stuff in my room and that's not going to work mm. out because my lap my computer's not going to be in here and mm. right now i'm on my laptop which hopefully this is going to turn out fine i've never recorded from my laptop before um it'll be great it'll be fantastic yeah, but i don't have <laughs> i don't have anything i don't have a desk chair 
I don't have shit. I forgot my keyboard and my mouse um, at my parents' house, evidently, as well. So it's just been a mess. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I moved. Um, about I've been here about like a week. Um, That's fun. Everyone, I did get a lot. Well, I haven't really like announced it. This was, I guess, my first announcement. Like, nobody on socials knows that I moved. The exclusive. You're giving us right. the, the no, exclusive cheese <laughs> Um, Nobody knows that I moved. And when people did find out that I moved, like, you guys immediately were like, with your boyfriend? And I was like, oh, that's no. it. That was my immediate. I was like, dang. She, she we went from. Six I know. I was like, it's serious. We went from, like. <laughs> I don't know if I should make it official on IG to we're living together. That's why I was just like, dang. She's like, y'all skipped a few steps. (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, I'm living with my sister or she's living with me or we're living together, basically. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, we are out of the suburbs and we're, I'm not going to triangulate my life, but uh, we're in like (laughs) North Dallas area. So out of the bumfuck nowhere country ass you lived in the suburbs suburbs, suburbs eh? yeah i lived i lived in the suburbs of suburbs dog like yeah yeah, yeah so oh you were like gosh. very very much just like rural living at that point <laughs> basically when i moved there there was no mcdonald's there was no chick-fil-a there was no whataburger yeah the, none of that was there dang. when i moved there um yeah we're out of there and we're in the middle of everything um but i'm excited i've been we've been like i said we've been here about a week and um i still i mean we're still like unpacking moving is such a bitch yeah oh my god it's also super expensive um so that's been fun we've been um building our own furniture um so that's been yeah fun (laughs) no it's not fun (laughs) i'm so worried that something is just gonna collapse on us like we're eating at the kitchen table or some shit it's just gonna it'll be so i mean not funny but it would be a memory like it's okay right memory building it's giving um whoever's watching your show like content oh correct you're right it's giving my life content um but yeah so that's kind of where i've been at i know i've been gone for like a long time um i feel like it's been close to two months i had um a death in my family and that kind of sparked why i wasn't here at first and then i kind of had like a little spiral like traumatic experience and then mm. I got really depressed because I got sick and I could not go to the Bad Bunny concert in LA. My life has been shit. Like, yeah. So, I, lots of crying. Um, <laughs> um, and then in the midst of all that, we got approved for this apartment and just decided to move. It literally happened, like, in the span of, like, two weeks. My sister and I oh, were like, dang. let's go look at apartments. And then we got approved and then we moved, like, two weeks later. So... It was about a month oh, shit. of preparedness. Um, yeah. It was kind of crazy. Um, but it's nice and we like it. And I'm okay. I, I, I know I said I was crying a lot, but I'm okay. It's healthy to cry. It's okay to cry. I don't yeah, I think crying say, is a bad thing. It's healthy to cry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be in my own space again. Like, oh, shit. 
It's it's it is it's raining, raining in Dallas. Yeah, when right we now. told y'all that it was like I told y'all I was like, hey, like fuck. that was thunder. If you could, I'm sure they can hear that. Yeah. That yeah, I'm pretty there. sure that was loud as um, hell. It, like I felt the rumbling. Like <laughs> what the fuck? Um, yeah, it is raining, raining in Dallas. It was funny because I was like, ooh, you know, today was like one of the my first Monday in the apartment, mm-hmm. right? And you know, everybody likes to like start their diets and start their workouts and shit on Mondays. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so I, oh my god, man, my life has been in shambles. Okay, so as y'all know, well, maybe y'all don't know. Um, I was a little gym girly for a little while, um, Mm. for the good part of like two years and I lost like a good amount of weight and I got kind of like toned and I looked cute, you know, not that I don't look cute now. I'm absolutely fucking cute. Um, but I (laughs) got a hernia. Yeah. I just like had an umbilical hernia. I was supposed to say hornea. Um, where's your mind at (laughs) well um and it it was just so random so I hadn't been able to like lift anything heavy so I went almost not I also cannot y'all are about to be like Brianna are you okay I can't I don't run um I used to go running a lot running used to be I used to play soccer um, I have bad hips. I don't know why I have bad hips, but they're always unaligned, and I have to like reset them basically like every couple of days. I have to stretch. Not reset them. You're making me seem like you're going in for like an alignment. <laughs> sometimes I do. I work with physical therapists at my job too, oh, so sometimes shit. they do have to. I have to be like, my back is really hurting. I need you to like go in there and get get shit done. Anyways, um, so I don't run. So I've, I've, I, um, also in the midst of that, because I have really bad hips, I have a slipped disc that every once in a while will just like, yes. Um, and so about maybe like a month and a half ago, I was picking up a sock from the floor and it slipped and it it's the it's like one of the worst pains like ever it's just like very very sharp and you can't really move like yeah so basically it happened and i just like immediately like on the floor just like kind of lay there and you just kind of lay there until like you decide that you need to like move and it hurts really really fucking bad and it's it's awful and then like it takes a lot to basically like move back in um it's a lot of stretching and a lot of rest so i hadn't been doing anything except hot girl walks for the good part of almost Mm. like two months because of the hernia and then because of the slip disc so i was like today i'm gonna go back to the gym i'm gonna i can't go hard at the gym anymore like i can't really lift heavy yeah no Um, and and but i was like but i'm gonna go back to the gym and we'll see what we can do we'll see what we're comfortable with see what like my body's like happy with basically Mm -hmm. And then it was raining, and I was like, mm, not today. <laughs> not today. Literally. Like, not today. We will try again. I have plans tomorrow, so we won't try again tomorrow, but we'll try again <laughs> on Wednesday. The next available day. <laughs> we'll try again on Wednesday. Um, I'm excited, though, because I haven't been back in the gym in, like, forever, and yeah. I like working out. Um, I'm also excited to start cooking again. 
Ooh. Yeah, you would put like your little toast video, like your little toast pictures. Yes. I enjoyed I the bread. toast uh, content. <laughs> I actually think I'm going to make toast for breakfast tomorrow. So maybe Ooh. we'll get some toast content out of me. Um, I love that. But yeah, that is the better part of my life that's been going on right now. Why did I say that? Better part? Mm. But yeah, my life has been. Um, a little all over the place and like we since we just moved in last week it's been like non-stop just like unpacking my sister yeah. also decided to throw a first birthday party for her dog the weekend that we moved basically so at y'all's really apartment crazy. or no, at your no, parents no, no. Oh, I was like at my parents house oh, okay um, but still so- Right, so we did a lot of prepare, like we were preparing a lot for that over the weekend. So we still have a ton to unpack, and then like oh, we're like a lot. We're well, I'm basically buying all new furniture for the office area because yeah. I didn't really. I mean, I had a desk, but this has the the office has a built in desk, but it doesn't have any like oh, storage wow. space. So I need like drawers and stuff. Mm. Um, so that's been fun, and so that's pretty much my next project. Um, and then decor. I have like no decor in my room. It's literally just my TV and my mirror. <laughs> so it's pretty empty. That's all you need. And your but bed, yeah. I am assuming. You oh, have yeah. a... my bed is here. <laughs> yes, that's where my laptop is at right now. I got where? Yes, my bed is here. <laughs> I love that. You have had um like a very eventful time. <laughs> Yeah. Um, to say the least, like hella shit is happening, like all this stuff is surfacing. Like, dang. Yeah, it's been it's been a time. Um, for I'm 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 having trouble listening to Bad Bunny because I've just been so sad that I didn't get to go to the concert. Yeah. Um. Yo, like the fr- like the first two weeks after I didn't go, I just could not listen to him. I would just like cry. Oh. I would just like immediately start crying. I was so crushed. Um, um it was also because like without going into detail because I just can't. I was like really down about stuff, mm. and so like yeah. that trip, that trip was supposed to be like the thing that like you know pulled me back out, and I was like, yeah, gonna bounce back, and like life was gonna be okay, and everything was gonna be fine, and then I didn't get to go, and it was like, not only did I not get to go, but my whole family was out of town that weekend, so like, Mm. my sister was out of town, because she went to the concert, Um, my friends were out of town, because they also went to the concert, (laughs) my parents Mm -hmm. were out of town, because they were just out of town, and uh, yeah, so it was just, it was like, crazy i mean i made the best of it eric took me to the fair but i was also kind of sick so it was just like not the best but we we tried and we're bouncing back we're doing what we can and it's okay that it takes a while like also like i feel that like a lot of the times we're like really good at being like oh i have to get through this like i have to hurry up and like deal with this but sometimes like our body like has a has a timeline of its own you know and like it's recovering at the pace that it needs to. And I feel like rushing healing in whatever capacity, like always makes things worse. Right. Um, Then just like let, just like allowing it to like happen, you know? 
I will say that, like, I'm so glad, like, I mean, it's shitty that all this stuff happened, right? But I'm so glad that I was in therapy at this time because I don't know what my coping mechanisms would have been had I not been in therapy. And so it was just, like, the perfect storm, basically, but, like, a really Mm -hmm. good, I rode the waves. Flew right. Yeah. Yeah, because you had just started therapy not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. So it's, but therapy's good. Oh, love it. Everybody needs to, everybody needs to do it. Even if you think you're okay, even if you're fine and nothing is like completely fucking wrong, just do it. It's just so worth it. Especially if you have insurance and your insurance covers it. It's just so worth it. I literally pay like $25. Like if you have insurance, you really should. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's good that you say that, like, nothing needs to be wrong for you to want to go to or go to therapy in general. Because I feel like there is that, like, stigma that it's just, like, you have to, like, be going through a crisis for you to seek out, like, Mm -hmm. therapy. And it's like, no, it doesn't. It does not have to be that way. Like, no, it doesn't. I'm like, because I feel that, like, people like uh, my friend, she was just like, oh, yeah, I don't need to go to therapy. And then, like, she's having this little situationship with this dude. And every time I'm just like, this is seems like something you could talk to your therapist about. And she's like, and I'm like, no, but literally, like, talking about your your self-esteem issues and the reason you can't trust people, like, those seems like very, very um, relevant yeah. topics to talk about in therapy, you know? Like, just a, just a thought, just a thought. Um, but I also encourage everybody to get therapy, especially like, and I don't know if this is the case for you, but I feel that like the fall slash winter time always bring like, um, like my depressive symptoms, like very close in reach. And like some of these like habits that I have are very comfortable. So like, that's something that I've currently been working on therapy where I was just like, I don't want to like slip into or like fall for these like these strat these like depressive symptoms that like I've tried so hard to cope out of um but I know that it's like it's coming so it's like I'm just I'm telling me and my therapist are like waiting for this to happen we're like we're gonna get through it no Um, no and that's absolutely right okay so like whenever the situation happened where I couldn't go on the trip I texted my therapist and I'm like because she knew I was supposed to go on this trip and we were both like Mm. excited for me because you know this was supposed to like you know like I said not fix everything but it was just gonna I was excited about it yeah Um, Yeah. and so when I I texted her and told her I was like I need I need to talk to you because I'm I'm going through it and I'm freaking out about how I'm going to feel and um she called me and we talked and we made a plan and we you know basically said like if if you need to call me call me and the plan worked and it sucked and i it it didn't make the feelings go away but i was able to like better be better equipped in order to deal with them so please go Mm. to therapy just do it just do it and like you said especially facts you will always benefit from it i feel and if like you have insurance that covers it you don't lose anything by going literally so, so i I, I approve that message <laughs> not that anybody my, needs my approval <laughs> my name is brianna Sarato and i approve this message. <laughs> 
And talking about approval of messages, I feel like that was a... <laughs> That was a perfect segue. Wow, look at us. We're like professionals now. We're naturals. This shit just came all naturally. Facts. Do you remember like at the beginning we would like yes. raise our hands on Zoom? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Guys, I love just, that so much. I, I tell people all the time, skip the first 15 episodes. You don't need to listen to those. You don't need to listen to them. There's, is it great content? Absolutely. Do we have good conversations? Yes. Is it embarrassing? Absolutely. Yes. Probably more. Yes. <laughs> because we would literally sit here and and we'd be like watching each other because we still hadn't like under like really like got a grasp of like everybody's mannerisms because like now I can tell when you're trying to say something. Yeah. But like before we literally everybody was muted and then we like. Like raised our hands on Zoom, and that would be the next speaker. Oh and it was gosh. just like it was, it was, it was a time. <laughs> but I it love was, it today. It was definitely wild. Yeah, but we're here. We've been doing this for like over a year now. Um. Oh, I did want to. Well, I guess we could do it at the end. I wanted to read that little comment that the person left on about the show, but I can do that when we close. Um, but today we're talking about the... Okay, the, yeah, we can do that at the end. Okay, okay. Um, today, though, we're talking about the Texas 2020 elections. Um, like we said earlier, we felt that it was like really important for us to take some time to go over what is going to be on your ballot mostly um, and why it's important for us to show up to vote uh, first and foremost, by the time this happens, I think early voting will still be happening. Um, early voting started um, yeah. October 24th, which is the day that we're recording. We're actually recording on the first day of early voting. It's been raining today, so I'm not going to lie to y'all. I did not go today, but my plan is to make it Me to a polling either. station tomorrow. Um, because I'm not, my I don't plan. like waiting in the long lines. What you doing, Brianna? My plan is to go Thursday because mm. I, luckily for me, my job is actually a polling location. So I'm oh. just going to, yeah, I just got to go downstairs basically. And so, um, so I'm going to be going on Thursday. Hmm. I wonder if like the school near me is a polling station. Ooh, I station bet, I bet, center? I bet I, poll. Is it a station or is it a center? Oh. I feel like I've just been using that interchangeably, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm being correct. Is it not? Po- lo- I don't know. I think I just say location usually. Polling Fair. place. Polling place. Yeah, that Polling place. Too. Polling place. Yes. And you can go to vote.org and put in your address and it'll like show you like your closest polling location. Um, mm-hmm. You do need to be careful. You do have to vote within your county. Um mm-hmm. If you're voting early, you should be able to vote anywhere in your county. Um, If you're voting on election day, though, you do have to go to a specific polling location. So make sure you look those up. Do not wait until like the last possible moment. (laughs) Do not. Sorry, I got distracted. Do not wait until election day to vote, guys. Don't Mm -hmm. don't do that to yourselves. It is a bitch. I've never done it, but it looks like a bitch. 
um don't vote early it's it's so easy if you vote early there's usually never a line like it's it's fine it's less of a hassle everything it's so easy Mm -hmm. i also think that like for those that are able to do like early voting like i feel like it also helps like working class people because sometimes like people literally can't make it But if they have to wait until like hella late to like waiting in line, I feel like that's just adding like extra burdens to people that whose schedule doesn't allow them to go vote early. So if you're trying to help people out, go vote early so that when they are able to vote, they don't have to wait as long. Um, And just like, um, yeah, so what I think that a lot of questions that I've been hearing on the internet is just like, what the fuck is going to be on the ballot? How do I need to be voting? What what are we voting for? And for these Texas elections, you're voting for a lot of shit, right? We are voting. Obviously, the big one is the governor yeah. race. That's the one that I have been watching closely because um, Mr. Greg Abbott has been a interesting character who has um he's almost been in office for like a decade like literally almost he's served like eight years which i'm just like that's a shit ton of time so we're looking at the governor's race we're also looking at lieutenant governor attorney general and then these things that i have never really paid attention to but I think that like because of like the COVID storm and all of this like failure of like the grid, um, things like um, the railroad commissioner is something else that we need to be focusing on. Um, and like these different types of commissioner things. And of course, like um, what other positions are open? Like the Texas Senate, isn't it that we're also voting for that too? Like our representatives? No. Bree's like, I don't don't know what you're saying. (laughs) Your your house reps are probably depending on where where you're from. Senate, no, I don't. The that's what I meant. The the house reps. Yeah, Um, and there's been like redistricting, so like a lot of places are having to really think about that again. So this is where um, I was sharing with Bree earlier that like the Texas Tribune has something called like. A ballot lookup tool so if you go on there put your address it'll tell you what things are important for you to consider within your geographical location of texas so like it'll give you like these house things like whether or not you've been impacted by redistricting um something that is interesting to look at there is that like a lot of these republican people went uncontested so they're just like automatically re-voted in so i feel like we should define uncontested means nobody ran against them oh yeah so they're just gonna automatically be in whatever place or spot that they Mm -hmm. ran for because no one ran against them uh which sucks um that usually happens in like little towns i figured yeah where it would like wouldn't make that um that big of a right like it yeah and like i feel that like i don't really understand um redistricting you know um, but i just me either um 
except that it's a scam and a ploy to move people around so that Mm -hmm. you can get certain voters in certain areas so that certain populations will vote for certain people. That's how I see redistricting, and that's the only way that I understand it, and then it makes sense. Um, That's the the only way I understand, too. The only one that I really understand is Hidalgo County, because that's Mm -hmm. where... um, Ms. Myra Flores is running against yeah. um, Vicente. Is it Vicente? I think it is Vicente. Or is Vicente Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the only one that I know because that wasn't even his county previously. Um, he mm. Or county district, sorry. That wasn't even his district previously. He got redistricted into there. Um, so um, that's one that I'll be watching closely besides, like, obviously... Yeah governor's race and then attorney general and stuff like that but i'm I'm really interested to see how the way that goes because um i obviously i talked about that one a lot on tiktok if you follow us on tiktok you've heard me if you if if you're listening to this podcast because of that tiktok hey 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 (laughs) welcome back we're we're happy to have you here (laughs) sorry i haven't been on tiktok in a while my life has been (laughs) lifing jesus it's okay. It's I needed okay. to slow the fuck down. But yeah, um, something that I'm sure the Texas Tribune website, and I think there's a vote411.org will also tell you this, is that you, you know, there's also propositions that happen in yeah. your county or your city, depending on what it is. Um, also, school board um, elections uh, also happen. And school board elections are also, are, are is bipartisan the word? They don't have, they're neither. Oh, yeah. I think bipartisan is the word. They're neither Democrat nor uh, Republican. So you're not voting on a party there. You're voting literally on a person. So um, make sure you pay attention to those closely, um, especially Mm -hmm. if you have kids in those schools. You know, I I don't have any kids. Thank fucking God. But uh, (laughs) it's important if you do have kids um, to look at that. Something that I feel that, like is another election that maybe we don't think about as much or being as important are the lieutenant governor race and then the attorney general race. Mm-hmm. Um, so specifically with like the attorney general race, like this is a person that is representing the state in sort of civil litigation. So not criminal, but civil. And so Ken Paxton has been the one who has like he's he's seeking to like fill this seat for the third time um but there's been a lot of like investigations on him and so far as like um fraud like the fbi is literally like interrogated his office like he's like not the best person and his challenger is actually rochelle garza Mm -hmm. and she's a civil rights attorney from brownsville brownsville is like a border Okay. Yes. I was like, I did. I, I don't know shit about geography, but I'm just like, I feel like <laughs> that seems correct. Yeah, it is. Um, she's a civil rights attorney, so she's already looking or has made a career at looking at issues of social justice, equity, and things of that sort. Um, she, of course, or uh, I don't know, I, I shouldn't say of course, um, but she's a Latina. She's the um, daughter of immigrants like if y'all have seen her on tiktok like she shared how important it is for her um, to be elected this time around my friend was actually working her campaign 
and she's just like she's such a genuine person and like she's been making her rounds around texas like beto endorsed her other very prominent like latina organizations in texas have been endorsing her i will be voting for rochelle garza mr ken paxton needs to needs to get to going like he just he needs to be getting the fuck out of here um it's been too long that this man has been sitting on there like literally a third term it's too much it's like a lifetime over a decade if he were to win um Rochelle it has been very vocal about thinking of um like thinking critically and like more like oriented towards ensuring that communities of color are being heard and are being served. So make sure that if this aligns with things that you believe in, that you check out her platform. Um, and yeah, y'all should be checking her out anyways. Um, y'all, we all should be more informed on elections anyways. And then the second one that I think that is important is a lieutenant governor race. As somebody who is in higher ed, this man has made a lot of bold ass shit, um, has been part of like a bold ass conversations. I don't know if y'all ever heard somebody being like, oh, if you teach CRT um, within like the university systems, like you would lose like your job. He has uh, like a hold lot. On, hold on, hold on. CRT for people who aren't from Texas, because this probably doesn't get talked about oh, anywhere okay. at fucking else is critical race theory. Um, yeah. And critical race theory is up for debate in Texas, apparently. Literally. Like, so Literally. Like, <laughs> if you're not from here, you're like, oh, what? But yeah. Um, yeah. Does it exist? Uh, not according to Republicans in Texas. Yeah, no, because they've been banning it from schools. And I think that the step that for like, not that he was a good person or like a good representative of the interests of Texas. But when he started threatening like the higher education system, I was just like, dang. What's his and name? Um, his name is Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick, yeah. Um, yeah. And he is like a very big supporter of the Cheeto Man. Um, and so that enough to me is just like what the fuck? But basically the lieutenant governor is like the right hand person to the governor. So like they are the second most powerful person within the political system of Texas. It might not seem like a big deal to y'all, but like I said, this man has a lot of power to pass bills, pass laws, whatever the correct word is. They pass a lot of stuff that have to do with like budgeting too. Yes. Yes. So especially when we're thinking about budgets around police and what police are doing with their money or the allocations of funds to that sort of thing, this is the person that would do that, how much funds we're attributing to education. Like this is the man that is making the cuts um, and that is proposing new bills to be talked about. Um, so Dan Patrick needs to go and we need to be voting for Mr. Mike Collier. I don't know if that's how I say his name. Um, but like I said, he is like the second in command. So it's important that we also take that race seriously because Dan, Mr. Dan Patrick needs to, to get the boot in too. And of course the race that we're all watching, I, 
listen, I didn't know that there was a libertarian candidate and a Green Party candidate. Like, I have not heard at do all you, about do this. Do you subscribe to the idea that a third party vote is a wasted vote? Can I be honest? Of course. I think that considering the Texas politics right now, yes. I agree. I don't think that the Libertarian or the Green Party have enough votes to be able to make a difference in them actually winning. So I do think that, like, if you're voting for one of these, uh, the Libertarian or the Green Party, it's a vote you're taking away from being able to vote Beto into office. Especially, like, if Greg Abbott wasn't the person we were trying to vote out whatever sure let's think about the green party the libertarian but like literally we need to vote the devil himself out of office you know so like right now like it's not time for like for us to be like voting for anybody other than beto because i think that like it would have been a different conversation if like there was other strong like like pushing people into like um like being nominated by like the democratic party because i also feel that like politics in mexico and politics here are very different but i also feel that like i grew up going to mexico every summer so i feel like i know a lot about mexican politics in my little ranchito right but like people there like there's like seven million parties but parties unite to endorse like a candidate and so I feel that, like, in elections, like, the one that's happening here in Texas, like, Mr. Mark Tippett and Dalia Barrios, like, y'all needed to have been joining efforts to ensure that Beto was making it in and is making it all the way through to Austin, you know? Because um, I don't think that Texas would be headed in a good direction if he was still in office, like, literally, I don't know if you've heard this, Brie, but schools are sending DNA kits and are requiring fingerprinting in case another mass shooting happens and they're able to deliver bodies to yeah, parents. I did hear that. I, I did hear that. That is so morbid. Yeah. It's it's so rough to think about. I it, oh God. Oh my god, that's so rough to think about. I feel like um, we had a hard time talking about Uvalde mm-hmm. when it happened, and we we yeah. did, we didn't know how to address it on the podcast because we were so yeah. hurt. I think, yeah. and it was just it was very sore. And I'm just I think we talked about it a little bit afterwards a couple weeks later, but I'm just so angry, like of how not only could could like how preventable this could be but also just how like abbott handled it afterwards or the lack of handling afterwards Mm -hmm. like the the fact that there was no special what do they call it special like a hearing is it a hearing yes there was no special hearing for it It was like kind of crazy and like downright almost like disrespectful like yeah like it was a really shit in the face to those parents and to that whole community it it, it was so bad um one of my favorite quotes that that i'm sure you've seen if you follow bethel's campaign is he's talking about the shooting and you know there you know there's always like uh protesters at his you know well at all 
his like campaign yeah. meets <laughs> and he was and someone starts laughing about him talking about the Uvalde shooting he goes it may be funny to you motherfucker but it ain't funny to me and oh yeah and i just that quote keeps me going because i'm just like oh my god like mm-hmm. it's so easy just because like texas is so full of fucking right wing not that there's i mean wrong yeah. with any right wingers but <laughs> conservative texans love their guns <coughs> Yeah, they be making it hard, guys. They be making it real hard. They do. I, you know what? Actually, not even just conservative Texans. There a lot of liberal or like middle. What do you call it? Mm. Middle. What is it? Um, moderate. Moderate. Thank you. Moderate Texans love their fucking guns. Texans is such a pro-gun state on both sides politically. Facts. It's really rough. It is, and especially because I think about the ways that, like, like a special session could have talked about the ways that, like, we regulate guns. Because nobody's telling you that you don't, you shouldn't have your guns as to your Second Amendment right. right. Yes. But that doesn't mean that an 18-year-old should have access to going and buying a gun. Like, an assault rifle at that one. Right. Okay, this is, this, this might be... Sorry, a little controversial, but who needs assault rifles? Why do we need assault rifles? There's no zombie apocalypse happening. Facts. You know what I mean? What the fuck do you need an assault rifle for? Facts. And it just, like, literally one of my friends who works in higher ed um, was talking about the ways that, like, on her campus, a student got caught. Like, a student was having, like, mental health issues, Student calls the police. Police asks, do you have a weapon in the car? He's like, yes, I have an AR-15 and 500 rounds of ammunition. Mm, No, that's so scary. And they were just like, so what were you planning on doing with this? Like, because the person was just like, you know, I'm not trying to unalive myself. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to shoot up the school, but I'm just like, so what you need? 500 rounds of ammo and an AR-15. And he was just like, oh, I was going to go to the shooting range. Like, what? And this this person is like 18, 19 years old, dude. Like, like what? Like no child needs access to this type of caliber of weapons. First yeah. of all, I thought that shooting ranges were handheld guns, like the little. No, beep, 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 you beep. can. I think like outdoor ranges. I know because my family goes to outdoor ranges. You can have assault rifles. You can have rifles oh, at at shooting ranges that are outside. That's um, wild. Yeah. Um. Also, something that I've brought up with my dad before, um, a lot of my family owns guns, you know, like most homegrown Texans will do. You can build a gun completely online and buy all your parts online. That's Mm -hmm. wild. And all of that, it and you know, you're like, okay, well, like, how do you get a background check for? Let me tell you how the background check goes for that. Okay. All these parts you can get in, but there's like one or two parts that get shipped to a person, and it's a person who has like a certification or something like that, and it gets shipped to this person, and this person is supposed to do a background check on you. I 
I might be getting the logistics wrong, but I'm sort of getting it right. For I know the that. most part. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah, the yeah. most part, I'm getting it right because I know, because my dad has done this. And they get shipped to this person. And then this person is like, yeah, they're good. They're fine. They can have this. And then you go pick them up and they probably live down the street from you or they live, you know, a couple cities away oh, from shit. you. And you go get that part from them. Yes. Oh, my dad has built a gun. Dang. That's wild that we're treating guns like I don't fuck what's something that's customizable fucking <laughs> like shoes it's like a and Lego shit. kit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> my dad DIY'd a gun. You can not DIY a DIY. A <laughs> you said DIY and I imagine you making like embellishments for him with your cricket machine. <laughs> You can build a bear, like build a bear a gun. Literally, God dang. dang. I didn't even know that was a thing. But see, like, it's so easy to have access. Like, literally, like, what people were basically asking for was background checks, some sort of evaluation on, like, yes. why the fuck you need this like weapon. A, like a, a fucking, like, yeah, a license. To yeah. carry you know, that. You know what? I don't I don't I don't want to take your guns away. And realistically, that's not gonna ever happen in Texas. I don't want to take that's your guns away. I just want to make it harder for you to get them. And it's like what I think about the ways that like for other things, like you do have to get evaluated. Like for people to get gender affirming surgery, your fucking therapist has to sign off on that. Like you have to have multiple psych evaluations. You have to have like your physician approved. So like for that, like you need all of this extra added layers. But for a gun, like you can't. Like even to get a fucking abortion. Not that we can really get abortions in this state. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so let me just make that clear. But, like, you also have to, like, you have to go through all of these people asking you, like, are you sure you want to get an abortion? This is what an abortion is. Like, all this other shit. But it's easier for me. Well, now it's much easier for me to get a gun than to get an abortion. But even before the the overturning of Roe v. Wade, it was still easier for me to get a gun than for me to get an abortion. So it's just, like, <laughs> what? Excuse me. Are you okay? <laughs> I started coughing. I, like, breathed in because I got excited and I was like... <gasps> Cause I was gonna bring up or like to get um your tubes tied. I have a we have yeah. a actually I have a friend who she has two kids. She's young. She's you know she's mm-hmm. twenty six, twenty seven, mm-hmm. and she had to go through multiple doctors mm-hmm. to get her tubes tied. I'm like she has two kids and like that's you know my parent my mom also got her tubes tied after two kids but because she's so young. Yeah, they don't like want they her were to like do it. they don't want her to do it, and I'm like, oh, which is like sucks because they're like you should be having children still. Yeah, like no, bitch, if I don't want to have kids. fucking kids, the fuck. And I feel like specifically like when you're of younger age, they're just like, no, you can't get this done because yeah. I think that like I had a friend who had to get like a hysterectomy young. Because it was threatening her fucking life. And doctors were just like, are you sure? Like, are you? Because she was just like, well, what's the, like, what it will guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. She was just like, well, what will guarantee that I have, like, a long, like, healthy life? And they were just like, well, a hysterectomy. So she's like, so what's the, why are y'all trying to come up with other solutions? Like, if this is the best option for me, like, why are y'all trying to convince me to do all this other random crap that's not going to fucking work? 
But literally, like, it took so long for her to get the care that she needed. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Um, Beto also stands for the women, just saying, and the gays, you know? Um, he also stands with teachers. He wants to get rid of uh, the star test. Yes, I saw like um, he recently posted on TikTok this conversation he was having with this little girl. And she's like, hey, are you going to cancel star testing? It's because me and my friends have testing anxiety. And I was like, it made me want to cry. I was just like. And then Beto's just like, you tell your friends that my plan is to cancel the star test. And he's just like, make sure you're letting them know that I'm hearing them. And I don't know, like, as a child, I feel like that moment would have been so empowering for me to be like, I'm talking to somebody who actually cares about my experiences and he's actually wanting to do something about it. Like, I was just like, I started, maybe, like, I also be emotional lately. I don't know what the fuck is in the air, but I just be crying. <laughs> like, no matter what, I'm like, dang, I see a sad video on TikTok and I cry. But this made me feel, like, so, it was like a happy cry. Because I'm just like, yes, like, he, like, he's looking out for everybody. Like, literally, like, everybody. From children to people who are undocumented to trans folks to, like, the like the everyday Texan. Like, and I just feel like he just has, like, I don't know what the word is. But, like, the way he carries himself, he's, like, tired of the bullshit. And honestly, as a Texan, bitch, I'm right there with you. Because I'm tired of the bullshit, too. Like, and I need somebody who's just as fucking tired and willing to act as I am. Because it'd be rough being from Texas. Like, my friends are like, oh, yeah, yeah, this. And I'm like, y'all, I'm from Texas. Like, let's not have this conversation because yeah, it's going to get me sad. <laughs> right. I, um... It's so crazy to me how he was running for Senate and then everybody was just like, I mean, I, when he didn't win the Senate race against um, the Zodiac Killer, I was definitely Thanks. like, I need this man to not go away. Like, I was just like, oh, like so hopeful in that race. And then obviously dreams are crushed. But I'm so, 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 so glad that he is like, that he's running for governor like that shit is like it brings me so much hope and so i was reading that like there's like mm, so many more million registered voters this year in texas than almost double the amount ever yeah ever and so we're pretty hopeful um yeah there's a lot of young voters too which that is like a big hope right so like, um, we're we're nearing the end, but I just want to put some of your because I used to be this way before I voted for my first time. There's a lot of voter anxiety, especially when like you've mm-hmm. never voted before. Um, if you were like me and, and you live in a predominantly white, um, like community, it's kind of like intimidating. Yeah. In a way, I mean, obviously, no one sees what you're who you're voting for or anything like that, but it still mm-hmm. feels very much like. I don't belong type of thing. Yeah. So let me let me let me put you to ease a little bit because it's easy. It's so easy, you guys. It is. So you're gonna go in there and you're gonna find your polling location online. Okay. Um, like I said, if you're early voting, you should be able to go anywhere within anywhere. your county. Um. So you're gonna go to your nearest voting location. Okay. Take your ID. If you have your voter registration card, take that too. If you don't, you should be fine. But take yeah, that too. Um. So you're gonna take take your take your voter registration card or your id and you're going to go up to the little person at the polling location and you say hey i'm here to vote here's my id they're going to take your id they're going to look you up 
and then you're gonna sign this little thing that says yep that's my name that's me mm-hmm. um and then you're gonna lately they've been giving those little stupid stylus pens or a q-tip or shit i hate those things <laughs> um so that you can use that to pull so then you're gonna go to your little polling station and you have the choice of voting straight party if that's what you want to do just hit straight party um if not, you'll go through every single thing, basically, and co- select what candidate you want um, to vote for. So go and look at your candidates before you do this, okay? And yeah. all your propositions and everything before you go. Um, I've never taken a piece of paper in the voting. Have you, like, taken um, notes? I haven't, but I, I, it's, like, accepted for you to take your yeah. little sticky note. Take your sticky note that says who you're voting for. Like, it's not a big deal at all. I've never done it because... I've just I I usually vote straight party. I'll be honest. Fair. Um, but for like propositions and stuff, I usually just remember. Um, mm-hmm. so you'll go in and you'll select everything, and then at the very end, it'll be like basically it's just like verification, making sure that are you sure this is everybody you want to vote for, and you mm-hmm. think yep it is, and then it'll just, it prints out a little thingy, and then you like take it to this other little machine. <laughs> And then you Does put this it make in sense? It. And then you put it yeah. into this other little machine. There's somebody there to make sure you're like putting it in correctly and everything mm-hmm. like that. So there's like no way to like mess it up. And then you get your little sticker, hopefully, because that's why you went to go vote, right? To get the little sticker. Yeah. And then you get a little sticker <laughs> and you're done. And then that's it. And that's all you yeah. have to do. That's literally I it. also feel that like um even if you feel like you don't get like you you'll remember things. I know that like I get anxious about remembering things. Mm-hmm. So if you need that paper, like make sure that you have it with you. Like nobody's going to look at you like, what the fuck are you doing with this paper? Like, no, nobody's going to look at you weird. Um, if you need your paper just to remember or just to be affirmed that you're making the decisions that you wanted to before right. getting there, take your piece of paper. Something else that I guess like I want to share is that like, for those of you that you're the first or the only people or like the first in your family generation that is able to vote in this country like also like I feel that like I've seen a lot of things where people are just like oh like your vote is so much like has so much pressure because it has like the pressure of representing like those in your family who aren't able to vote and like that is like well and dandy but also like you should be voting for yourself as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And you should like, um, I think that this, and maybe this is me making assumptions, but I feel that people who come from religious backgrounds feel like they have to vote a certain way because of the ways your families or your religion would want you to vote. Um, But honestly, if I'm being real honest right now, I, I really don't be caring what your religious preferences are. Abbott is is not the ideal candidate for anybody. It's just like when he's trying to make sure that Latine folks are like being treated unjustly because of documentation status or he doesn't care about the fuck that children are being killed at school. Like at the end of the day, like for somebody to allow violence towards children to happen, like shouldn't be holding office. So it's just like at the end of the day, if you feel that you know, like certain people should be in office, then don't feel pressure from, like I said, your family or your religion 
to vote a certain way because guess what you're you're i'm not gonna say for myself my cat my catholic tia who be telling me that abortion is a bad thing she is not gonna know who the fuck i voted for and so i'm the only one that knows that i'm voting who for who i'm voting for so also like thinking about those pressures um is I think important to talk about. I was the first one in my family to vote. And similar to what Brie mentioned, like I felt like I was really nervous because I'm just like, what if I fuck shit up? But there is literally a person like every foot like from that little polling area and they'll make sure that like you have everything you need or answering questions that you need to be answered, that you're putting in your ballot the correct way or not putting it backwards. <laughs> like there is going to be a person within like a, like a reach right. for you to be able to ask for help. So it can be intimidating. And if you are intimidated, take your friend. Yes. Make it a thing. I- I tell people all the time, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it on this podcast. If you don't have a ride to go vote, call me, text me. Facts. I might not be same. able to take you, but I'll I'll pay for your Uber to go. Facts. Um, like just go, like take your friends. It's important to have this conversation with like your family too, because so, um, yeah. I come from a family who, for a long time, didn't really see the importance or like, yeah, the point of voting because they just felt like their voice didn't matter enough and um i think it was i can't remember which election it was i want to say it was the last presidential election so Mm. um biden versus trump i want to say it was that election where i explained to them like let me tell you why like especially in texas we latinos in about five years are going to be are going to make up the majority in texas we are going to be the leading minority we are going to have population numbers greater than than white americans in or white texans okay Mm -hmm. how fucked up is it that we will have the majority but we're not majority voting we're not voting so the people who are going to be making the laws in this state are white texans yeah, not representative of our interests. It, correct. And so that that I had this conversation just literally just in a group text with my family. Yeah. And I had I had um one of my theas texted me and she was like, I want like thank you so much for for mm-hmm. for that group text. Like I don't I don't know what it meant to anybody else, but when it's put in that way, it makes way more sense. Right like the importance and the direness of, of voting. Um, I don't know. And then there's, of course, there's people who will shit online and be like, y'all are suppressed about whatever, whatever. Like, and then they are like flexing about not caring about politics. And I'm like, okay, weird flex, but um, yeah. it's, 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 it's it not cool thing. to be ignorant. Yeah. And I also feel like, of course, like with all of these, like, injustices that have been happening like not only in texas but like nationwide especially like a lot of this was coming up when like roe got overturned and it's just like people are just like oh voting isn't gonna change anything like voting isn't like going to like change the system that was built to be broken right but i think that it's just like it's okay to be radical and be like fuck this country but then also be like okay but right now 
nothing is gonna dismantle this country at the moment like at this very present moment this shit's not gonna burn down to the ground mind you i'm all for burning that shit and starting all over i say that all the time but it's like right now my reality is that like the least that i can do is show up and vote to ensure that texas has people who are representing it the way that it needs to be represented because trust me, y'all, Abbott do not represent my interests, the interest of my family, the interest of what I see in the future, right? So it's just like, we need to make sure that we are electing people who are actually representing the interest of the the greater good of Texas. And it's just like, Beto not, might, be not your, might not be your cup of tea, but he is the best tea that we can be sipping on right now. And yeah. I'm just like, y'all just need to show up to vote. It's not that hard. It's not that difficult. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, let us share your little um, your little boat picture. I always yeah, like take I a picture see, of my I sticker. Yeah, I want to see your voting <laughs> sticker. Best believe I'm going to post that shit on Thursday. I'm going on Thursday. And That'll be me. Um, I love that. Yeah. So just get out there, guys. It's, it's, it's not hard and it's important. And it's a it very, very small amount of your time yeah, for, very low a last, for a lasting yeah. impact. Yeah. Um, but with all that being said, thank you so much for listening. I think we yes. have some stuff we want to share from some listeners. Yes. Um, I think Maria has something to read and I think I also have something to read. Yes. Y'all didn't read the like... one from Diana. Did y'all or the email? Mm-mm. Okay. Cool. We didn't. We didn't read it. We were waiting for you. Okay, great. Um, but we always get on here and I tell y'all, we all tell y'all that y'all engaging with us literally like makes our day. Like every yeah, time y'all does. say something, we're like, oh, and we share it on the group chat. And we're like, oh my gosh, like this made my day or this made me smile, or like this is what the podcast is here for. And somebody commented on my Instagram post. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find your name. Don't know. Your name is is not on your profile. But this person <laughs> was just like, hi, I just finished listening to my first episode, episode three on Marianismo. I started it late last night and finished it this morning on my drive. I was looking for a podcast that talked about relationships with mothers in the Latinx culture and really enjoy listening to y'all share on your experiences. I'm not sure who is who um, as I just listened to the first episode, but I already subscribed and I'm eager to listen to more of your stuff. I found it super relatable and I'm grateful that y'all have created this space. Much love. And I was like, oh, this made me so happy because I'm like, that's literally what we're here for. Um, I interviewed somebody who y'all will have the pleasure of listening to like in a later episode. Um, but she shared with me that, like, when she listens to the podcast, like, it's like we're all having cheese time together. She's like, I replied to y'all while I'm oh, listening to the episode. So and, like, I'm, like, that's having cheese with y'all. And I was just like, oh, I love that. Because I'm like, that's what it's meant to be. It's meant to feel like y'all are having, like, cheese with your friends. It's like a catch-up cheese session. But, like, intentional, because we're talking about, like, critical shit. We're talking about important right. things that we need to be talking about, you know. So, I loved it. And I was like, oh, this is why we do what we do. This is exactly why. So, similarly, I was checking our emails the other day. 
And uh, we got an email from this from someone in Boston named Diana. And she wrote and she said, Hello, my name is Diana. I have recently stumbled across the ES Gabon podcast. I grew up and I lived most of my life in Houston. Um, I forget which episode I was listening to, but the question of whether there were any Mexicans or Latines living in Boston popped up and I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm here. I think we were talking about Mo, right? Yeah, probably. Well, I was yeah. just like, I went to Boston and I was like, where the fuck are the Mexicans at? <laughs> yeah. Uh, since moving here, I found it difficult to find things that remind me of my culture and I've been trying to find ways of honoring my Mexican heritage, but it's hard out here. Uh, for me, listening to the Ijas Gablan podcast has really felt like home, and I want to give y'all, I want to give y'all and the guests the biggest thank you for sharing stories and experiences. Looking forward to hearing more episodes. Y'all are great, and what are y'all doing is so important. Um, I love that. Yeah, that one hit. <laughs> they all hit, <laughs> but we, I, I, re- I appreciate getting those messages from you guys. It, it really makes my day. Um, especially Same. like, um. Both of those messages came when life was, like, really lifing. And yeah. sometimes, like, I... So coming on and recording is really easy. This is this is the easiest mm-hmm. part of the podcast. <laughs> and it's our favorite part. It's the part we like yeah. the most. Right? But it is a lot of work, and I don't want to undermine the work that all of us do to actually, like, edit. Especially mm-hmm. while, the, while Maria Jose and Lenny are in school. Um, and then while my life has been lifing, you know, it's so, it's been so hard and I'm so sorry that we haven't been as consistent as, as before, but we're doing the best we can guys. Um, we're out here trying. Yeah. And just like a shout out because you do do most of our editing and that's a lot of work. And like you said, like, it's not even just like editing now, like we're trying to really grow our base. So it's like TikToks, it's Instagram, it's engagement, like it's all of these things right and like that's why every time that we get on here and we're like we we give y'all our little spiel of like like comment tag your friends don't gatekeep us like it isn't just because like yeah we we like care that more word is getting out there but that also means that like y'all are helping us like do those parts of like the engagement the sharing the reaching out and it's not that we don't care to like put in that work, but like Bree said, like life really be lifing sometimes. And it's just <laughs> like doing those things is not always like as easy or we just don't have the time to do that all the time. So it's just like y'all are our unofficial official uh, part of this um, this team that we have right. here, and y'all are part y'all of our marketing. Marketing, <laughs> you know, like y'all are part of the marketing team. So um, go ahead and make our lives a little easier and uh, su- subscribe, rate, and review five stars only. Um, follow us on all our socials at Ijas Unidas on everything Ijas Unidas at gmail.com If you want to send us mm-hmm. an email, like one of these. Um, that we just read or if you want to come mm-hmm. on and you have something important or something you want to share or something you're passionate about that you want to tell us about on the podcast mm-hmm. we would love absolutely love 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 to have you um just reach out to us we are so willing and wanting Facts. to platform people so so please let us do that for you um mm-hmm. but thank you so much guys for listening go out there and vote Please, it's so important. Yeah. Um, but that's it from us. We'll See catch y'all you in the next, next one. Time. <laughs> Ciao. Bye. 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 <laughs>